West of Twin Peaks Radio back again. On today's episode, so much fresh music, you'll need a second fridge to stuff it all in. Hope you came with an appetite. This is... West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call on BFF.FM San Francisco. As a young girl Louis Vuitton With your mother Hello, hello, hello. MJ back again in San Francisco with another extraordinary episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio. Two full hours of new music from the Bay and beyond, including an incredible conversation and deep dive with guest artist San Francisco's Rachel Garland. Singer-songwriter Rachel Garland off her latest LP, The Ballad of Madeline and Therese, who's adding playwright to her CV. Here are wonderful chat coming up in my second hyperlocal hour. But first, a full hour of brand new music, starting off today down under with a banger from New Zealand bluesy rockers Ingrid and the Ministers. This is the trio's first single since the release of their terrific album Boofhead last spring. This is Kerosene, and it's fire. Thanks for plugging in today to West of Twin Peaks Radio. I've been thinking of unleashing the beast, loosened the chain and sharpened the teeth. I've been thinking of unleashing the
What a vibey way to get into today's West of Twin Peaks radio. That tasty long song was the title track off the last album from Brooklyn Collective Say She She called Silver. They performed a great set a month ago at Hardly Strictly Bluegrass. Can't wait for them to tour back through the bay again. Before that, I played LA's Mia Folick and What We Wanna from the soundtrack of a new series starting soon on Apple TV called The Buccaneers. It's about a group of young American women in the 1870s sent to London to secure husbands and titles, a plot taken from an unfinished Edith Wharton novel. With that kind of music on the soundtrack, I'm pretty sure it's not your average British costume drama. And I started the set off with the banger Kerosene from Ingrid and the Ministers. This is MJ. Thanks for tuning in to West of Twin Peaks Radio today. Two hours of brand new music featuring guest artist Rachel Garland in my second hyperlocal hour. But let's get back to the music now and switch up the pace with a lush Americana alt-folk song called Coyote, the title track off Texas-based artist Dylan LeBlanc's latest album. Great music, great storytelling.
They sat together in the park As the evening sky grew dark She looked at him and he felt a spark Tingle to his bones Twas then he felt alone And wished that he'd gone straight Watched out for a simple twist of fate Walked along by the old canal A little confused, I remember well Stopped into a strange hotel With a neon burning bright He felt the heat of the night Hit him like a freight train Moving with a simple twist of fate Saxophone someplace far off play She was walking by the arcade As the light bust through a beat up shade Where he was waking up She dropped a coin into the cup Of a blind man at the gate Forgot about a simple twist of fate Tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM, San Francisco.
what a great instrumental. I first discovered that Brooklyn-based trio about three years ago and fell in love with their lovely guitar compositions. They're called Adeline Hotel, and the song I played is called Hot Fruit off their album of the same name. They just started a six-city fall tour, but unfortunately, the farthest west they're traveling is Chicago. Hope they come our way someday. Before that, you heard Omar Velasco and his Forgiveness song off his latest LP, Like the Fruit Falls from the Tree. He most recently toured last spring as the opener for Father John Misty. I also played that wonderful Dylan cover of Simple Twist of Fate from singer-songwriter Joanna Samuels off her new Lanyap Session EP. And the set started with Dylan LeBlanc's Coyote. Let's keep the music playing by segueing right into singer Megan Diana's latest lovely single, Can't Speak. This is MJ. Thanks so much for hanging with me today on West of Twin Peaks Radio.
a chill set, ending there with LA's The All Laws and their song Jellyfish off their latest LP, Zuma 85, the perfect music to accompany your beach walk. Before that, Australia's chill psych outfit, Babe Rainbow, and the song Obsession off their Mushroom EP, and the set started with Megan Diana and Can't Speak. This is MJ. You're plugged into West of Twin Peaks Radio, today featuring guest artist San Francisco's Rachel Garland, coming up at the top of the next hour. But first, let's switch things up yet again into some good old-fashioned rock and roll with this surf-infused single from the Arizona-based band The X-Bats. The song is Himbo.
That was Australian band The Paper Kites tearing it up with the song June's Stolen Car off their latest LP at the Roadhouse. The band is currently touring in the EU and UK and will be coming to the States in spring. They'll be at August Hall in San Francisco in early March. Before that, if it sounded like a Lou Reed song, it was. I played I'm Waiting for the Man by the Feelies off the album Some Kind of Love, performing music of the Velvet Underground. And the set started with the X-Bats and Himbo. The West of Twin Peaks Radio Hyper Local Hour is coming up in just a few minutes, but first, let's get into the local artist mood now with two LGBTQ artists with new singles. First, friend of the show Tara Lopez out of Sacramento and her new single off an upcoming Rituals of Mind project. This is the inspirational Overcome.
former West of Twin Peaks radio guest artist Oakland's Emily Afton with a brand new single featuring Tawu. It was called Free. And before that, I played Rituals of Mine with Overcome. This is MJ. Welcome to the second hyperlocal hour of West of Twin Peaks radio. The last time I spoke to San Francisco's Rachel Garland, she was performing solo shows in her garage for her DeBose Park neighbors during the peak of COVID. But she was also using all that lockdown time to create a musical story about two gay women from the 1940s, which turned into her latest concept album called The Ballad of Madeline and Therese. Our conversation is coming up next, but first, let's hear the opening track off that LP. This is Having Slept On It. Having slept on it, I think it's time to tell you and reveal that I've been slept on it. Really just a three-hour deal I 
Rachel, how are you? Hi, I'm Jay. I'm doing really well. How are you? It, I'm doing great. The last time I saw you was, I think, COVID-y time. You went into COVID doing some really nice alt-folk singer-songwriter stuff and working on that craft. And then you burst out of COVID with the ballad of Madeline and Therese, which is a solid indie rock album. Tell me about the, the the sonic thought and the progression behind that. Yeah, no, thanks for listening. Um, I think I listened to a lot of Fleetwood Mac in COVID, and by the by the time the pandemic was transitioning into its next form, I was I was into that kind of rock and roll sound. And Johnny, my producer in LA, you know, had a shared affinity for that style, and we we just contacted players who were wanting to rock with us. So that's what happened. After being working alone for so, you know, for a couple of years and doing those gigs out of your garage and whatnot, were you just craving a bigger sound and a bigger connection with more musicians? Yes, you got it. It was as soon as I could fly to LA and get in a room with musicians and we could play live. It just felt like it wanted to be a bigger sound. We had a full drum kit. We had some horn players. Um, and yeah, it was a, a reunion of, um, you know, real in the flesh musicians coming together and responding to what had been, you know, the oppressive state of not even being able to see each other. And so um, there was a lot of love in the studio. And, and I'm sure they were just as eager to be making music together in a room as you were. Yeah, no, yeah, they were. I mean, some of them are full-time touring 
you know, road musicians and they had been out of work and the tours weren't happening. And so as things opened up, people were more than happy to show up at the studio and do a couple of days, make a record. It was just a really good feeling. So let's talk though also about the the record itself. When did you start working on it and did you see it as literally the story uh, kind uh, a concepty type album uh, th that would carry through all of the songs? Not during the writing process. I wrote each of the songs kind of um as singles, you know, just standalone songs and it wasn't until we started talking about recording that I I perceived this theme and I was curious about threading them together uh, with this historical fiction um, piece that I ended up writing. I, I've always kind of been interested in the history of lesbian relationships and curious about gender identity, how, how it's, you know, existed obviously throughout time and yet uh, we haven't always had the language for it, and so I, I did some research on the year 1940 and the, the location of New York City and created these characters, Madeline and Therese, who uh, longed for each other, had some contact with each other, but were both living more traditional lives and couldn't be together. And the more I told the story to myself and played the songs, the more I kind of discovered this full, um, this full play. Crossing in the rain, I see you running for a train from the window of my driver's driver's side. Meet me in an hour in the back room at the bar. Show me who you are tonight. As though I've often lied about the feelings that I hide And made some reservations in a nom de guerre Emancipation hums more audibly to some And I'm ready now to listen to your stare Oh, please, Therese, help yourself to my disease I am tired of having lovers on the side And I believe that we could be peculiar and at ease Because we're well beyond a cure, but we're alive Was this writing going on and this researching going on while COVID was going on? Some of it, yeah. It, it, it incubated early um, during the pandemic and then it extended um, through the, the change in pandemic conditions. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, you're picking up on something, which is that there was this, this vibe um, in the pandemic that we were closing down and that we were hiding and shuttered. And that um, reminded me of the more oppressive era of the 1940s where there was um, a lot of pressure to not be oneself, to not be out. Um, the dangers of, of expressing one's identity were really present. And, um, you know, during COVID, the dangers of expressing one's humanity in person were really present. So I think the through line is, uh, is true. Because we're well beyond the cure, but we're alive. 
myself to my disease. I am tired of having lovers on the side. And I believe that we could be peculiar and at ease because we're well beyond the cure, but we're alive. We're well beyond the cure, but we're alive. Emancipation comes from the dissidence of some. And I'm ready now to live while I'm alive. Please, Therese, it's full of all this coded language that was used um, at the time and in decades um, following to, you know, in some of the cultures that were hidden, uh, people created their own language to identify each other. So you weren't, you know, a woman who loved other women. You were maybe a, a woman who was a little bit peculiar or scholarly or... And I just, I loved that, that interplay with the language and that song ends up being a really fun song, um, coming out of that era, um, because it's, um, it expresses some of the creativity, I think, um, that, that people in these populations, um, all of us today have to kind of utilize in order to communicate and be known by each other. Um, even today, you know, there's, there are laws restricting language in Florida schools. You know, you can't say these words. You can't say gay parent or something. And so, of course, um, we find creative ways to still be known to each other. And that's what was happening then. A blue and white. A loose-fitting tuning, women at an iron price. Bought a bag of apples. A sack of sugar cane on an overnight boat, overnight boat in the aching rain. And I arrived confused, didn't know why. Why you didn't let me see you, didn't let me through, didn't let me tell you what I wanted to do, didn't let me reach you, swim to meet you. When you were researching the 1940s, you know, gay era of 1940, was yeah. there anything in there that really surprised you? Or is the surprising thing how far and how not far we've come? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, there were things that surprised me, definitely. Um, I wasn't entirely aware of, of how many legal um, sanctions there were against same-sex couples. Um, you know, almost like a, a, a directed McCarthyism toward people who were suspected of having a domestic situation that involved the same sex. So, you know, the State Department um, got quote-unquote cleansed, you know, of workers who were suspected. and. I knew that there was homophobia, obviously, throughout the eras, but some of these more directed uh, legal actions targeting people um, really early in the 40s and 50s uh, wasn't isn't something that I learned about in the history books. You know, I learned about Stonewall. I learned about uh, the fight for gay marriage and um, 
there was stuff happening long before that really codifying uh, legal sanctions against people who were just suspected of this quote-unquote lifestyle. Why didn't you? It seems so long ago, but as you so rightly pointed out, places like Florida, Texas, wherever, yeah. are re-demonizing it. And yeah. that must have been top of mind while you were writing this as well. Definitely. Um, the, the connections are still there. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think about these women in, in the story and um, the struggle they had to just come out to themselves, to their families, to their community. And I still know people um, who are, you know, not able to come out uh, in their workplace um, comfortably. And, you know, it wasn't that long ago that I was a, a brand new teacher in the schools. I was a school teacher and I, I wasn't out. I worked in um, Arizona, Phoenix. So I was very, you know, accepted as a teacher, but my personal life, uh, I kept private. And, you know, I'm sorry that I did that and had to do that or felt I had to do that. But I just didn't have the support structure at that time to be out at work. Um, and luckily I, I stayed on with my teaching career and got to enjoy um, years as a classroom teacher who was out and who could be a, a mentor and um, a support for, for students uh, also. So, you know, things came around in my personal story, but there's many personal stories still happening where uh, the oppression and repression is present. Shame on me Trying to get you to do what you said you couldn't do Shame on me Shame on me Shame on me For loving you I wish I could believe it's over That I could find the strength to walk away But every time I try, I give in to the lie That if I said goodbye
Well, let's talk more now about the sonics of the album because it, it starts out really good it, it you know indie rock and then it goes kind of back into you know what i had you know my my rachel the rachel garland voice in my head yeah. you know the more guitar based singer songwriter stuff um which is wonderful because you have yellow and uh nighttime and melancholy blue and then it works its way back up and I have to say there's a song in there that is actually my favorite on the entire album and it's called Speak. Oh, cool. Yeah. And one of the reasons it's my favorite is I can actually imagine that it's beautiful and it's very you know, it's you and the guitar and it's very wonderful. But I also hear it with strings and i hear it as a pearl jam nirvana song how could i leave and then believe it would be different the second time around around your friends let me guess i'm not the person that anyone expects to be your next to be your one not in the light not in the sun no speak to me about the way you talk about me when i'm not there do you tell your friends that you put your hands in places where i'm weak I need you to speak I love it. I love that kind of feedback or suggestion or impression. I'm so very open to playing these songs in a variety of ways. And I love the idea of doing it with a band or having someone cover it. I mean, I was at a songwriters conference last month and the same thing happened with the song Yellow. Somebody heard it and appreciated you know parts of it and and the recording and also just really wanted to cover it and the guy lives in England he said do you mind if I cover it I said no go for it you know and so the next thing I knew he sent me this whole produced version of yellow with strings and this whole other sonic and and I said he said I hope I'm not offending you I said opposite I'm thrilled you know this is inspiring and this is what I you know this is why I do this work it's like the song you know you write the song and then the song has these other lives and that's that's a beautiful thing, you know. That you put your hands in places where I'm weak. I need you to speak. I need you to speak. discussions were going on in the studio yeah that's a good question um 
I'd say the discussions were were sonic discussions. We would we would bring the song into the room. I'd play it acoustic for uh, the band. We'd sit in the control room and just listen to the song. Then we'd go to our places and we would just run it down a couple times and and see what happened organically. Um, Johnny, my producer, has a really um, tasty way of just creating this kind of alchemy in the studio where people are encouraged to play their strengths. We don't give too much direction. He he's taught me so much about you know words to sort of not necessarily say before somebody plays the song. You know you don't want to influence them too much. You know you don't want to say uh, you know holiday or not holiday. You don't want to say you know whatever it is. And yeah. so really just left it open. And I was so lucky to have these particular players. Um, you know these like real road dog like top shelf side player bandmate musicians Kenneth Crouch and David Levita and Michael Jerome it was just it was just great so um yeah we would really just play them and then you know there'd be some editing like okay we kind of overdid it on the organ let's pull that back or we want more horns let's pump those up and so the discussion would kind of happen um in real time and often after we had sort of like all the colors on the palette exposed The emotional progression through the whole thing, the emotional slash sonic progression through the whole thing. Mm. Um, I'm sure it was very intentional when you sat down and put the track list together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sequencing the track list is always a, a fun sort of puzzle at the end. And yeah, we do keep those things in mind. The arc of the record, um, one song to the next, what's sort of happening in the space. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I still think about people listening to albums, whether, you know, there's certainly some people who don't, but many of us still do. And so I really do think about um, how we're serving up an album and it's fun to, you know, put the links together. What are you working on now? I'm gearing up for a big show at the Freight and Salvage. So I'm playing at the Freight on November 22nd, and we're calling it Friendsgiving. It's that third week in November, and it's the Wednesday night. So it's either Friendsgiving or Wednes Friendsgiving, depending on how detailed you want to get. Um, so I'm I'm giving some thought to that show because. Uh, I haven't played at the freight in a little while and um, I'm bringing together kind of a reunion band. So uh, 
Lisa Zeiler, who produced my first two records, is going to play with me in the band. And um, my buddies Shelly Doty and Andrea Pritchett are also going to sing with me. And because of, you know, November, some people are going to be back in town, kind of home for the holidays type of thing. We're inviting people to shout out to an old friend you haven't seen in a year or a decade or more and buy them a ticket and, and come as friends. Um, so in the spirit of that, I am reaching back through my catalog and playing um, songs from all my records, as well as featuring the songs from the ballad of Madeline and Therese. Um, I am continuing to develop Madeline and Therese as a one-woman show. So um, at the freight, I'll start out that way. You know, for the first four or five songs, I'll give a taste of the one-woman show with songs from the record uh, before moving into the broader catalog. Um, all to say, I am in development with this this play, The Ballad of Madeline and Therese. I've presented it twice uh, in the Bay Area, and I've had some meetings in New York with people who might take it on. Um, on the director side. So it's a long process and I'm in it. It's great to push that creative bubble and push yourself into other realms. Yeah. You said it was a one woman show? Yeah, it's a, it's a one woman show with a backing ensemble. So the band um, is a collective and we're all playing together. The narration and the play, um, I'm covering all the, the, the five characters. So there's Madeline Therese, their respective husbands, and then there's a woman, Hazel, who's the lounge singer. And so those five characters I do by myself. And then uh, musically, we are an ensemble. Wow. I, I, next time you uh, do a run, let me yeah. know. I'd love, to, I'd love to see it. It sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks okay. again. Uh, you look great. I'm glad you're well. Okay, good. We'll talk soon. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, pretty cold. Ocean meets the sky. Hello beats goodbye. was Ocean Meets the Sky from Rachel Garland off her latest LP, The Ballad of Madeline and Therese. You can follow news about upcoming shows, including her friend's giving gig in a couple of weeks, by following her on Instagram at Rachel Garland. This is MJ, and you're plugged into the hyper-local hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio, where for the rest of the show, we'll hear new music from local artists and bands. Another queer indie artist from San Francisco, Maggie Gently, has just blessed us with a brand new single about goodbyes and fresh starts. It's called Redecorate. Why don't we turn out the lights? It might be easier to say this if I can't see what it does. We've been paying quite a price. I know we didn't make it perfect. Love the place for 
Of the sun on my face 
Radio guest artist Rainbow City Park out of Sacramento with their new single, Convince You. They just finished playing a handful of shows throughout California, but I'm sure there'll be more gigs on the books soon. Before that, another former guest artist, Yazzie Lowry, aka Bad Tiger, with her new single, Honey. 
and the set started with Maggie Gently and her song, Redecorate. Plenty more new local music to get to here on West of Twin Peaks Radio, including this beautiful song from San Francisco's Ezra Tashome's new project with a full band called the Canterbury Bells. The song is Angora. I just want to be in a forest somewhere, somewhere. Drop me off at the nearest station Thank you. 
and watch the crows on the wire. I watch my neighbors come and go, but I don't even know their names. My window faces the west, and out west there's the ocean, and in that ocean lies something deep, and that something is deep in me. I can feel the pressure, and it's getting hard to see, but something keeps me
That was the unmistakable voice of Sawyer Gebauer and his band Catch Pritchard with another new single called Those That Live Dance. Their new LP, Everything I Love Has Fallen From Me, a compilation of experimental solo home recordings, is coming out November 10th and will be available on all the usual platforms. Remember, buy it and support local artists. North Bay band Tom Keneally and the Birds of Paradise have released an EP filled with demos they're hoping will eventually turn into a proper album. This is a track off that project, No Surf in Nashville. This is MJ, and you're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio. There's no surf in Nashville There's nothing on TV And every day it starts the same same Staring out the window Waiting for the weather to change Waiting on a phone call For somebody to change your life And every day's another reason to change But I don't do anything Stay the same Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM, Independent Community Radio in San Francisco. Cut out all 
just heard a wonderful debut single from future West of Twin Peaks radio guest artist Connor Gleason, a.k.a. The Last Gray Wolf. It was called Flaming Purple Crocus and is just a taste of a new album he's releasing in December. Can't wait. The music you're hearing underneath me right now is from Bay Area-based three-piece instrumental group Arts and Crafts. It's called Mesozoic CO2 High. Let's turn it up and get the full arts and crafts experience. That about does it for this episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio. I'll be back in two weeks with another fresh show, next time featuring Oakland Uber producer and engineer Jeff Colhedi, who is stepping out from behind the boards and getting in front of the mic to release his debut solo LP, which I can tell you is fantastic. This is a pre-release single off that record called Wonder Why. See you in two weeks. Until then, be well, be kind, peace. Oh, little one, fly with the utmost pace I dream to the morning's grace To be in it all For oh, a little while, and finally We can collect our things That leaves us in all those things That we can't always see we're in Hey, why? Navigate this and time. Every time is hiding. You can't help the why. You can't help but wonder why. Wonder Hey, why, oh, why, 
mistakes to navigate things. Gold. And I can't recall.